Hang right on, then. Let me sniff. <laughs> let you sniff. Yeah, <laughs> you just sniff. Line up your name. Greetings EastEnders fans and welcome to another episode of Albert Square After Dark, your weekly EastEnders podcast. This week, they're discussing the episodes that were broadcast on the BBC and Brickbox on the 17th to the 20th of April 2023. My name is Rob. I hope you are well. Oh, what a week it's been in Walford. We have much to discuss. And joining me, as usual, on my side is Ree. Hello, Ree. How are you? Hi, Rob. I'm good, thank you. We've got a lot to discuss this week. It's been a big oh, week, hasn't it? It's been a huge week. I tell mm. you what, we, it felt like good old classic EastEnders this week, didn't it? The big yeah, old episode specifically set around one story all at night. Yes. People getting the crap kicked loved out that of them. One. That's yeah, what we love. love. That's, what, yeah. that's what we like. So can't wait to discuss Tuesday. So let's crack on, shall we? Let's do it. Much to discuss. Right, so because there was a lot of big stuff kicking off this week, there was only really three uh, sort of main stories throughout the week so that we've got to discuss, and two of them were quite interlinked. So we will start this week with discussing uh, Zach and Whitney and Martin and Ben. Now, the, the week sort of, um, like I say, it was all very much about Denise and the Panasars and, and Ravi and everything that was going on there. But uh, in the background, uh, we had a scene between Ben and Phil, and they're basically discussing this boxing match that, that they've got coming up. And Ben is sort of, you know, saying to Phil, yeah, I've got this, Dad. I'm going to do this, Dad. Yeah, this is what you want. And Phil is just beyond bursting with pride at seeing his son all excited to go in the boxing ring. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 all... it's this Well, is actually, ben over, isn't it? Go on. somebody online commented on one of our videos saying that they think Ben might be going down a bit of a uh, eating disorder route. And did you pick up on him saying that to Phil in the calf? Like, yeah. oh, you could burn off all that food or... Something Do you know like what that. I? I don't know if it is eating disorder thing. I've got mm. the. Few, I, I know what you mean because the few, there's a few people that have sort of picked up on Ben's eating yeah. habits, and it may well be. It may well be because we all know that the one thing Ben needs is another issue based storyline. But what I would say is actually, I wonder if this is more him sort of trying to get his head into the boxing thing so much that he's just maybe over focusing on what he's supposed to be yeah. using and what he isn't rather than it being Could an be. eating disorder thing maybe it's more the... about general control rather than an that's what eating I mean. disorder yeah. specifically yeah. yeah yeah because he's trying to um i think distract himself from all the lola stuff that's going on isn't he yeah so i think he's yeah. throwing himself into this i think that's what's going on um, but either way, Phil couldn't care less. Phil's bursting with pride. He cannot wait to stand on the end of the ring on the night with a towel and sort of like damp. Dabby sweat. Dabby sweat away. Can't wait to do that and be the proud daddy at last. Um, so basically, and all, basically, it seems like all the men of Walford are lining up to have this boxing match with Ben. Uh, even Martin at one point turned around and goes, I don't, I, I'd do it for free. Yeah, that's fine. Because, you know, Ben's Ben's got friends and Ben has enemies. Uh, and uh, they raise, people keep asking Zach if he wants to uh, be in the boxing match. And yeah. Zach's kind of up for it. He's a bit reluctant at first, but then goes, all right, yeah, fine, I'll do it. Until he he uh, is told that everyone who does the boxing test, this was odd. Yeah. Because they, 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 they turn around and said, well, it's a family-friendly thing, so everyone has to have their blood tested. 
well, I don't didn't know, she say I don't it's something we're doing it properly or something? But well, she said, she said we're doing it properly, but it was just the linkage between it being family friendly. Oh, right, and everyone yeah. has to have their blood tested, yeah. you know, because nothing says family event like everyone getting their blood tested by Sonia, you know. <laughs> yeah. Know. Oh, is it but Sonia obvious... doing it? Oh, that's yeah, what yeah, said. yeah. Right. That's why um, Whitney said to him. Right. And obviously, with a blood test, that sends that sends Zach into major. So, panic what mode. is it? Why is it that they do do a blood test? Is it for that reason to check so for things I, like that, I or mean, is it I'm, in case they need a blood transfusion? Surely you don't, I don't need well, that. No, after that's a if, that's match. if things. I can say that's if things go very, very wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you need a blood transfusion. That's what I, mean. I don't match. understand why they um, need one, but anyway. I mean, I, I I'm no expert on boxing matches, as you might. Nope. Have, this might be an absolute shock to you, but I don't <laughs> really know that much about boxing. Um, but my guess is for that exact reason, because you know things can get you know, so you don't you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so. Zach realizes. I guess this is the time I need to tell. I need. I need to. I need to be honest here. I need to tell Sharon. I need to tell Martin. This is the time when I need to. I need to do this. Um, a nice little scene between him and Whitney when he says, "Look, I'm going to tell Martin. I'm going to tell Sonia." And Whitney's really, really supportive and telling him to be brave and telling him to be strong and all that kind of thing. And then we actually get to the scene where Zach tells Sharon and Martin. Now, I thought this was nice. We had some nice little chat about Mark. We had mm -hmm. some nice, you know, chat the things about Pauline and her reaction yeah. to it and how things have changed since Mark. And it was all, you know, and it hit Martin a bit, I think. I think it kind of brought back a few old memories of an unpleasant time in his life when he lost his brother. Yeah. Um, but it was it was, it was was nice for them to sort of be able to reflect on how much things have changed since then. I think yeah. Martin was kind of thinking if only Mark had kind of got it now. As yeah, it does then, make, you know? it makes you realise that, doesn't it, when you're watching it, thinking, yeah. wow. How far we've come since what nineties, weren't it, when it all happened? Mark. I mean, the thing is, we say that type things scientifically, yes, we've come a long way. Yeah. But you know, you've got to remember the when this storyline was first announced as Zach being HIV positive, uh, and all of the uh, reaction online was, well, how ridiculous Zach isn't gay, and it's kind of like, yeah, everyone jumped to that conclusion. Although we knew that it was, we knew his friend were coming in, Brett. So I don't know if people jumped yeah. to the conclusion because of that. But yeah, I know but what you're he, saying. Still even that, then, though, it yeah. could have been that they that they both shared, want uh, a better phrase, they both shared a woman, you know, who would, you know, because they were both quite yeah. laddish, and Zach and Zach was quite yeah, a Lafario yeah. at that point. So it could have come from anywhere. It doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that Zach had a random gay night, and yeah. you know, so. And then yeah, but it was quite nice. I liked all. I like. Mm -hmm. I really like Zach and Martin's relationship. I know that Zach essentially came in and was a bit of a cush replacement. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna say he's, that. He works really well in, in his own right, doesn't he? He's a strong enough yeah. character and it's believable. It doesn't feel like yeah. it's just Cush Mark 2 with Zach because there's a lot more going... To be fair, yeah. there's a lot more going on with Zach than I think Cush was. Oh, yeah, you're so. biased there, Rob. Come on. Yeah, it's true. Shallowness. <laughs> Absolute shallowness. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is nice. So... Um, Presumably, this means that Zach isn't going to do the boxing match. I don't know. I don't know if that. Be, I don't know how that will. How well, that's it sounds like play it's out. Martin, doesn't it? Because Martin says, "Oh, I'll do it then." Oh, Martin can't wait to knock seven bells out of bed. To be honest, can he? He's been wanting. Yeah. For, he's been waiting for an opportunity like this for years. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll have to uh, have to wait and see how that goes. But yeah, it was really nice to sort of you know Sharon and Martin now know. I think that's now made things easier for Zach so that he can now move on to the next stage. He talked about how his medication is going to be. Um, helping him kind of move forward and how he'll be undetectable in a few months time so quite a nice week for zach um yeah. i hear on the grapevine that that isn't going to remain the case i think things are going to start getting a little bit more difficult next week so okay. I, I so think, that's why I hear... right so that's why they've randomly brought it up at the end of the week so i did think it were a bit odd to just introduce 
the Do you know what? Yeah, I think considering this was quite a big moment for Zach's character. Yeah. I know there was a huge amount of other stuff going on this week, but it, I, yeah, I, I agree with you in the sense that it seemed a shame to sort of just segregate that to Friday's episode mm. rather this, than sort this. of having Thursday's episode. Why am I still doing that? It's been like what over to a year. To be fair, I do, I do as well. <laughs> you know, it's ridiculous. Um, but it, yeah, I, I, I do know what you mean. It would have been nice yeah. to maybe kind of build up to that throughout the week instead yeah, of having it all. Yeah, it felt a bit random moment. that it just happened at end of week. Yeah. I, I think it sort of lost a little bit of its emotional edge because it was just all on that one episode rather than mm-hmm. it kind of than Zach being nervous about explaining it throughout the week. Yeah. I know there was the build up in terms of, you know, we found out he needed a blood test and all that kind of thing, but I don't know. But you know, what we got was nice. It worked and yeah, so Zach and Zach has now told the people that are most important to him now. So Finally. Yeah, yeah finally. Yeah. So we'll see we'll see where it ends up going next week when this boxing match occurs. And we'll work and we'll find out, I think, who is going to be Going versus Ben. I mean, do you reckon Ben is going to win this boxing match? That's the other thing because obviously he's doing this to make Phil proud, as well as well as kind well, of it depends who he's Lola. against. Is either mm. is either going to lose and mm. be very miserable about it, yeah. or he's going to win, but it's going to be because he's taking it too far or something? I think maybe yeah, yeah. Those two extremes. We've got such so. faith in Ben, haven't we? He, he can't just win <laughs> fair and square. He's going to lose and be miserable, or he's going to cheat. He's not dick dastardly, is he? You know, he, he can hold himself in a fight, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Right. So it is Nishi's birthday, and a big old party is taking place at Wolford East. And he's invited as many people as he can because Nish is all about uh, looking popular and all about reputation. And he's invited family members and uh, everyone's having a great time. Eve has no intention of going to this party because Eve is far too busy trying to work out whether she can exclude Vinny from all the plans that she's making and all the kind of paperwork that she's accumulated to try and send Nish down. Yeah. So her and her and Jack are the sort of little alleyway meeting, which <laughs> it's always the, the secretive alley. You kind of talk oh, to each yeah. other furtively. So. Yeah. Um, mm. And Jack basically turns around to her and says, look, I'm not in charge of the case. Vinny's on this paperwork, so there's not a lot I can do, all right? So mm. um, if you want Vinny to be taken off, then, you know, good luck with that. Case is closed, um, isn't it? Isn't that yeah. what it says? Case will be closed. Yeah. Then. yeah. I mean, I don't really know what he thinks is going to happen here because she sends she sends all of his paperwork off to the police. They are going to literally just go through. And does, and does she think that it's just going to stay at niche? Like, they're not going, mind you, this is Warford Police. This is Walford is Police, that. and anything's, and anything's I thought possible. That, like, surely Suki's going to be. Surely you think Suki must. Can't just, yeah, she must be yeah. implicated. Well, yeah. you think so because it's not just the the Panasar. It's not just Nish kind of taking charge of everything. Like Suki's no. been in charge of all the business stuff before Nish yeah. came out of prison. Yeah, exactly. And Vinny's been involved all the way along anyway. So I don't you know really what? Know we just got we... we just got a trustee. She's a solicitor. She must know that Suki well, is she... somehow not implicated in this evidence that she's getting. Well, I mean, she's cleverer than Warford Police. We'll come on to Warford Police in a moment because I have much to say about Warford Police. Um, but oh, basically, she turns around to Jack and says, right, okay, so everyone's going to be at this party. The house is going to be empty. So use this opportunity to go and search Nishi's house. Um, Jack doesn't do that. So he basically does it. Yeah, because I was thinking when she said that, like, I don't think you're allowed to do that. So any evidence you did collect illegally yeah, you need a cert- you need be a search dismissed, warrant, surely. don't you? Yeah, yeah. exactly. You need a search so I don't warrant. Know. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. Jack's all about you know, following the rules. <laughs> isn't he? like, he's, he's very, very keen on following the rules. Uh, so he basically uh, uses the opportunity when she real when she sees that you know the coast is clear. She goes into the house 
and is trying to uh, accumulate all this evidence and find paperwork and all that kind of thing. Meanwhile, at the party, uh, Nish is upset, Vinny, because he's basically yeah. making a huge fuss about Ravi, how he's wa- wasted all these years not having his son in his life and, tr- mm-hmm. and basically holding Ravi up on a pedestal. And Vinny yeah. sort of just is feeling really kind of downhearted about it, downbeat, yeah. and just leaves. I really like how Suki is actually standing up for for Vinny now because Suki was really harsh on Vinny at the start, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah, I must I must <clears> say <throat> I didn't quite understand this actually. Like I do get it, but she weren't that nice to her kids at the start, and now all of a sudden she's being nicer. So it was supposed to assume that that's because Eve's brought this side out of her, it's and now she's being yeah, nice it's... to her kids rather than. Harsh, I don't it's know. interesting that because you know mm. you sort of Nish is basically you know we're led to believe that Nish is the reason that Suki was the way she was when we first mm. met her and how she first came in because remember this is the same woman who pretended she had cancer for months. Oh god, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously since Nish has arrived, she's mellowed out slightly because because Suki needs to look like a nice parent now. And next to Nish, anyone's at night. It, mm. Yeah, and that, next to Nish, most people are the good parents. To be fair, um, mm. so. Yeah, Vinny kind of storms back to the house. Suki follows him. And um, Eve's kind of hiding away because, you know, they've kind of come in while she's busy looking for all this paperwork. So (laughs) he goes and hides. And over here, Suki and Vinny talking. And Suki's basically saying things like, you know, you are one of the most important things in my life. My my world will be over if you end up going to prison or if you end up leaving me, blah, 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 blah. Which makes Eve kind of realise, well, I can't do this then, can I? If I can't, I can't break her heart this way. So... Once Vinny's out of the way, <laughs> Suki goes into the kitchen to make a cup of tea because she has clearly had no intention of going back to the yeah. party either. And Eve just wanders into the kitchen and Suki doesn't even look that <laughs> surprised. It's like, why are you here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you yeah here? she didn't do that. For God's sake. <laughs> why are you here? What um, now? What now? What do you, I haven't got time to do this now. Um, and Eve basically says, look, all right, fine. Plans off then, but I can't mean you can't be a thing anymore because I can't well, watch no, this. Well, no, she actually gives her a, a bit of a, she kind of gives her an ultimatum, doesn't she? She says, These are the documents. Mm. Yeah. This is what I've got. It's up to you. If you if you take these and destroy them, then we're over. Even yeah. though her taking those documents means that Vinny's not implicated. So actually, bit of a, can I call it a DICK move? From Eve, you don't you think? Sorry. I think what it's it's meant to be doing, though, is that Eve is trying to basically make Suki see that they they need to get rid of Nish, but I don't think Eve is really considering what Suki has. Well, this is what I mean, because surely, as a mother, she's going to pick the option that means protecting a son. Having said that, she's just let her other son go down for a murder that she's committed, that she thinks she committed. Well, she thinks she committed, yeah. yeah. But, of no. course, you know, that choice also rears its ugly head this week as well. So Suki has got Nish a, a plate. Uh, it's kind of like a ceremonial um, plate. Cultural From thing. Babaji's village, she said, I think. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and he apparently had an original plate when he was in prison. His cellmate broke it out of spite mm-hmm. and viciousness. Uh, and Nish takes great joy in, telling, in explaining to Vinny how he knocked this cellmate's teeth out. And as you know, basically knocked him unconscious of breaking his place. Yeah. Yeah. So Vinny's kind of like, Daddy's scary. I don't like it. Yeah. But this plate turns out to be quite important later on because Mm -hmm. once all the stuff is going on with Ravi, which we were discussing in a moment, and this plate ends up getting broken again in in sort of the furore that that all causes, which we'll discuss shortly. um, 
Suki is basically frantically trying to fix this plate, opens the drawer. Now, this all came out of left, left field for me. I don't know where I was. I don't know quite what I was expecting for this. She is trying to basically pull this drawer out and sort of find some glue. And she's stressing about it because she's just got um, the sentencing news that Kira has been sent down for life. Yeah. Which, again, Warford police, they are useless. They have basically taken this guy who's just strolled in and said, yeah, that was me. They've not bothered looking for any evidence. They've well, not asked any questions. They've just said, yeah, that'll do. Not to the police too much, but anything to make <clears throat> the life a bit easier. They go, all right, yeah, so well, I mean, to it. I mean, it's just war for police, though, isn't it? They are the most useless yeah, constabulary true. in the world. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't seem like the, ju- the, wall, the wall for justice system does mu- is, is much better either. So Kira, at the moment, has got life. Now, there is a kind of train of thought that makes you think that whatever is going to go on with Ravi, considering they brought this storyline up again, they've got video evidence, you know, we've seen mm. the camera footage again. It yeah, makes me yeah. think that this isn't entirely over and that maybe if it can turn out that, Ra- that it, you know, be revealed that Ravi did it, and that might open the door for Kira I was waiting when she point. was watching when she was watching that footage. I was waiting for her to like leave it on accidentally or something and it carry mm. on playing and see what well, happened and Ravi doing well, Ravi, it. Yeah, but Ravi ed- edited it, didn't he? I he, know. he edited himself out of the footage completely, so it is just Suki mm. kind of looking like she killed him. Now, briefly about this video, I don't know if you're aware of this. Um, yes, I am. I know exactly what yes. you're going to say. I wearing a different dress. Originally. Yes. Now, I don't know if this is EastEnders' version of the blue-gold dress debate. That, that, could, that, could, that could be what's going on here. But they basically changed Suki's dress in the, in the CCTV yeah. footage for the dress that she's wearing, you know, sort of for the six women trailer. Mm. So, which makes me think that this is actually a really important part of the story. I'm going to re-watch that. I'm going to try and find the original bit when she killed kills Ramvia and see uh, what I know that she was wearing the pink dress but did she get changed yeah. at some point and she did you know oh, and she no. actually attacked no she didn't did she, she no didn't. she didn't so they've basically gone in and kind of coloured the people I saw people are going well you can you can't they did you, you can't basically what they've done is that they've kind of continuity Rob I know continuity, but they've basically just gone in and colour changed it, which is yeah. interesting because, like I say, because that's the, the colour dress that she was wearing in, you know, she's wearing basically all of the, the six women promo yeah. and trailers and all that kind of thing. And on Christmas Day, it kind of makes you think that this side of the story is going to be really, really relevant moving forward, because otherwise, why would they bother doing that? Yeah, so, very true. Yeah, uh, interesting. It's, it's so annoying this Christmas thing because every time they do something, you're like, it's a clue, it's a clue, it's a clue. But why have they ju- mean? Why have they changed the color of the dress though? I don't get I don't why know. they had to do that. It's a pretty bold move, isn't it? Well, yeah, because they know that people like us are going to be yeah. like, uh, you've traced the dress, uh, continuity, yeah, uh, what's going on, there, going on there? Yeah. Like, I can forgive it, but I just don't know why they've bothered to do it because we so all it know this. Relevant. It must be relevant, and that must be really important moving forward. But what I wanted to know is, because obviously they filmed the foot, they they recorded it. Oh, I guess oh. that they could just edit a dress on as a different color, couldn't they? That's what they've done. Yeah, it's not they've not like refilmed. They've not like yeah, refi- the that's what actor. I wondered. They refilmed. No, 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 they've not. They've not like no. brought in the Ramvir actor. Right, we need, need to just refilm this because yeah. he's wearing a different dress now. That yeah. would be ridiculous. Like all they've done is basically just kind of gone in in the edit and color changed. You do amazing things in an edit, Ray. Tell you, you should see what I do with you in an edit. Tell you. Ree's got Ree's got like really really short hair in real life. I just make her give yeah, her these yeah, flowing yeah. locks. Yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm like 68 in real life. The powers of the edit oh, makes me turns me into this beautiful 21 mm. year old. It's great. Um, so anyway, <laughs> she's 
She finds a uh, a dongle at the back with this uh, kind of edited CCTV. It's a memory on it. stick, but yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a memory stick, yeah. USB. That's what they call it, a dongle. Um, no, that's the internet. That's an internet thing. <laughs> yes, it is. Cloud. I know. And um, Eve kind of comes around and, and they and they watch this footage. And Eve's kind of like, well, this is obviously Nish. She's clearly trying to control you even more. And Suki's like, well, I've got this now. This basically means I can get Kira out of prison. Off I go. Um, Nish returns home. He has found he's found the memory stick. He's watched what's on it, mm-hmm. and he's trying to persuade Suki, saying, "Look, you don't need to do this. I I love you. You can't do this." Kira's made his decision, and Suki, fair play to her, stands up for herself and goes, "No, I'm not interested in anything you've got to say. I'm going to the police station now." Actually, he's he's quite harsh. He says, "I will allow you to do this." Yeah, he's this is Nish all over there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and at one point he's kind of like, "I said no," and Suki's just not buying any of it. She's like, "Whatever." Above him. Um, <laughs> so um she goes but she goes yeah. into the police station mm-hmm. gives us gives herself in effectively like tells the police Not before everything. having a longing look at eve across the square by the way before she goes she got in. to do that well they have a conversation don't they where Eve's basically like this is your uh, last uh, yeah, chance you, sorry, don't, yeah, you, you yeah. don't need to do this yeah. but she goes to the police station hands herself in tells them everything hands them the memory yeah. stick and she's wiped the memory stick so there's nothing on it and the police are like clearly you're just trying to Make this up to get Kira off. Yeah, exactly. This is how useless they are. The real murderer can go into the police station, go, "It was me," and they're like, "No, no, no, you ain't fooling us." No, no, no. we did, we did court today on this case. We've closed it now. Oh no, we're not doing that. No, no, absolutely useless. Um, but Suki kind of returns home is furious because she's been humiliated and she realises that Nish is just completely and utterly trying to control her. He won't even let her go to prison. And it was a really interesting moment when Nish turned around and said, you know, out of the two of you, I love my son, but no contest. That's exactly what I was just about to bring up as well, Rob. Exactly what I was just about to bring up. Why didn't she question that? Because, but it's not surprising though, is it? Yeah, but you would question that. Like, I'd be, I would be happy yeah, but I wouldn't be happy if my baby's father went, I'm putting you before our child. I'd be like, I expect you to put our child before me, actually. But yeah, everyone's different. But this is Nish. But... Yeah, but you're, you know, your your partner isn't an, isn't a coercive controller, you know? And well, that's yeah, Nish all over. He is obsessed with Suki. Mm. He's got his really kind of obsessive brain over it all. And it's just, mm. and it just, I think that was a really kind of big character moment, a really interesting moment. Like, yeah, and he was... He was always jealous, weren't he, of, of um, Kirat when he came out, if you remember. Yeah, and he was quite, well, yeah, and he was quite pleased to get yeah. rid of Kirat in the end. So mm. this has all worked out for him quite well, but it's just, yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. Is Nish grown, because you were saying last week that you were kind of struggling with Nish and sort of... You, well, we'll get on to that because, uh, yeah, with the Ravi stuff, uh, I am seeing past Kurt from Teachers now. They're good. Good, good, good. Being evil, Nish being evil, definitely. Yes, I mean he is. I actually, I actually have started to see. I've started understanding the hype of Suki and Eve actually a little bit this week, and I've started noticing Suki being a lot more vulnerable and how he's brought it out. It's mm-hmm. it's all kind of clicked for me actually this week with Panasars. I must admit. Nice, yeah, I nice. thought it was. Um, well, well, rewind, yes. rewind. How amazing yes. did Suki look this week? Oh, stunning, stunning. Belinda Soap was a goddess. She is absolutely stunning. I love that. That colour mm. blue as well. Yeah. Smashing. It's amazing on her. That's yeah. it. That's why they've changed yeah. it in the video. Because Belinda Soap was like, oh, you can change that. that better in blue. Blue's your like... colour, not pink. <laughs> no, nah, forget it. 
looks far fitter in <laughs> looks far fitter in blue. We'll do that. Um, but talking to Suki and Eve, um, she 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 goes to the slice because Eve's devastated. Eve is destitute by the fact I that she doesn't I loved it when think... Stacey, like, oh, you just like Romeo and Juliet, you two, aren't you? Like, even Stacey's like, rolls her eyes. Yeah, like, Stacey's, oh, Stacey's so done with it. You know, she opens the door yeah. to Suki. Oh, she's in there. She's like, oh, Poor look life. who's here. I told you yeah, two even, minutes later. Not even surprised. She was half expect. She wasn't expecting <laughs> to, to guard herself in. She was like, oh, yeah, she's in there. Go on, yeah. get in. Um, and the two of them basically say, right, we're going to take Nish down. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care what we have to do. We've got to be careful, but he is going down, and that's sort of like yeah. the duff duff to end their episode, to end their storyline this week. Mm. So, what the hell are they going to do? Because they can't make this footage work for them. The police basically no. have no interest in listening to what or what anything Suki says about this murder case. They, as far as they're concerned, mm. that's done and dusted. So, how the hell are they going to get rid of Nish? Unless maybe they're going to the set it, Christmas maybe Day? they're going to set him up with something, set him up for maybe. a new crime that doesn't implicate Vinny somehow. I don't know. Yeah, I think that might be. Yeah, I. I mean, to be fair, this week again has done nothing to suggest that it's going to be anybody other than Nish or possibly Ravi on the floor on Christmas Day. No, I know we've still got a long way to go until then, and all the other women have still got sort of their stories to culminate. Yeah, but it's just I can't see how it's not Nish at the moment. Maybe that's how it's all going to tie in. How even Suka go go about, you know, trying to. Mm. Set him up for something, I don't know. But it's also been pretty obvious that Vinny's not a massive fan of his dad this week, hasn't it? So is he well, going to get involved yeah. somehow? I mean, I would also wouldn't be surprised if Ravi ends up killing Nish. and then. But then they've True. done the sort of like fake-out murder thing where the, the, you know a woman thinks she's done it when actually it was Ravi. So maybe they wouldn't do that again. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it's gripping this storyline. I absolutely love it. I love seeing it's all the way it's all building up, and it's yeah. just, it's just really really good. This week was fantastic. Yeah, um, really. And the reason that it was so fantastic this week was because of the next story, which we will come on to right now. Okay, so the secret is out. God, this was good this week. So Amy has uh, confronted Denise with what she knows and Denise is sort of struggling with, well, how do I deal with this? How is Amy going to deal with this? Because Amy's delicate at the moment. Amy is fragile at the moment. Amy really is delicate and fragile this week mm. um, because she starts getting drunk. She steals a bottle of wine that, that Jack and Denise are drinking. I mean, to be fair, at least she's not going to the club and nicking vodka, but she just... Needs must, isn't it? You know? Needs must, you know, for simplicity's sake. Um, yeah. Swipes this bottle of wine that De Denise and Jack are drinking and just drinks herself unconscious with a bottle of wine, lightweight. To be fair, yeah. I, mean, she, I know she's young, but I'm, she was drinking all no, she was drinking all day as well. To be fair, Rob, she uh, yeah, that's true. Well, in she's her room as well. Yeah, she's had a few ciders. I mean, I don't need to bring up the story of me and the vodka bottle again, but that's what it took <laughs> to get me to that state. Just saying, you know. Um, yeah. But she's Denise like, kind of in, she's fourteen though, Rob. Like, to be I fair, know, so. that's how old I was. That's how old I was oh, when, yeah, when I drank okay. that vodka bottle and was in the same state. But you know, just saying, I'm a, I'm dead hard, <laughs> as everyone knows. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, Denise kind of discovers Amy basically unconscious on the bed and realises, yeah. no, I can't put all this on Amy. I need to tell Jack the truth. Mm -hmm. So she goes downstairs and kind of works herself up and says, I need to, and, and tells Jack that she's kissed Ravi. Now, Jack at first is kind of like a bit stunned. Mm -hmm. And then some of the cogs start to turn in his head and think, and she goes, hang on a minute, was it you that told him about the investigation? And then all hell breaks loose. Oh, yeah. Denise says, yes, it was me. I didn't, I didn't tell him about it. We didn't sleep together. I stopped myself, but Jack's away. Jack strolls over to Nishi's party where Ravi is. It kind of disrupts everything, ruins the event. 
Nish is forced to stand up for Ravi because that's what a father would do. That's the kind mm-hmm. of reputation he needs to kind of build up for himself. So Jack storms in, like, rawr, 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 kill you. Uh, and <laughs> Ravi is obviously kind of uh, trying to defend himself. In the middle of having a family photo or something when he storms yeah. in. Yeah. yeah, all the Panasars are basically just having this really nice family moment with Chelsea as well. That's the other thing. Chelsea has now found out about all this because Jack strolls mm. in, tells everybody everything, basically explains how Ravi's been going after his married woman. Chelsea is devastated. She storms off, leaving Ravi and Jack to basically fight it out outside. Now, this fight yeah. that they had, this physical fisticuffs fight, it was it was hardcore, wasn't it? It was brutal. It was brutal because at one point, at one point during this fight, Ravi is literally punching the back of Jack's punching him in head. head. Yeah, I thought, yeah. Oh, like, wow, you've been in prison before, aren't you, mate? This is the thing. I mean, Ravi's mm. a nutter at the best of times when he's in that mm-hmm. state. And you could tell that Ravi basically just went into full-on prison mode then, didn't he? Yeah. He was really sort of pummeling. It and takes he, the knees. he was... He wanted Jack to throw that first punch, didn't he? Antagonising him. Yeah, it was winding him up. Yeah. Yeah, winding him up, which I think is how you can get away with, with, with smacking the back of a police officer's head, yeah. I assume. Because yeah. you can just say, oh, well, he started on Self-defense, me, officer, Your Honour. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't, but Christ. Um, mm. Denise basically has to pull them apart. I mean, the thing about Tuesday's episode, which is one of the great things about Tuesday's episode, was the fact that it was just entirely focused on the Denise, Ravi and Jack yeah. thing and the kind of ramifications that was coming from that. Yeah. Um, and it was great. I mean, you know, like I say, Chelsea was broken hearted, ran away. She's broken up with Ravi now. Mm-hmm. Is Ravi and Chelsea ever going to come back again, do you think? Because Ravi has genuinely fallen for Chelsea, I think, now. It started off as him using her, and now he's sort of really sort of... I'm not sure, his, his because she needs to protect herself, doesn't she? So I think if they do get back on track, it'll take Chelsea a while. Also, by the <sighs> way, just backtracking a little bit. Yes. Did you find it a bit weird that Ravi bought her a dress? Yeah, that just I, me? I thought it were a bit like niche controlling, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure I reckon there probably are parallels that you can draw between that. Mm. Um, because it's nothing that niche, niche would do that in a heartbeat, wouldn't he? Yeah, like, kind of control what Suki's wearing. Yeah, it's the start of it, I think. But at the same time, I think that he was basically just spoiling Chelsea. Because the thing is, Chelsea yeah. is quite Chelsea is quite superficial in that in that sense, isn't she? Yeah. So a bloke basically buying her the most gorgeous dress in the room. A lot of trust be... in a bloke buying you a dress and it being the right size, the right style, well, you know. He got it right. He got it right. She I looked know. stunning, to be fair. Oh, um, I know, I know. And, and it, well, it certainly turned Nish's eye as well, did you notice? Mm-hmm, um, I did notice, yeah. Um, did notice that. I feel like Chelsea's role in this storyline is far from done. I got that I got that feeling, you know. You don't it's, think it's going to be a bit of a, um, oh, what's it called? Oh, my God, why have I thought? Stacey and Archer. Could Stacey... not remember Archer's name then. I, it's possible because you know they, they, there is parallels you can mm. draw between Archie and Nish and how the, you know they're yeah. the sort of evil patriarchs of their big family. So mm. yeah, it's possible. It's possible. I don't know. I and also because Chelsea has such abysmal taste in men, like she True. is the, some of the worst taste in men. <laughs> Literally, anyone that, you know. If only think of her history. You know, she, when yeah. she first came back, she was you know pushing drugs for this bloke and so yeah. went for a drug dealer. Then she went for Gray, who, and now she's ended up with Ravi. I would be surprised if Nish has got the charms and things for able to get, you know, flashing money around. I know Chelsea's matured in recent yeah. in recent months, but there is still that side to her. Do I you think. know how the other week I was like, oh, I'm on Ravi's side, though, kind of like. Yeah, is that still the case? 
Yeah, I still kind of feel really bad for him. Well, this is the, this is this is how bad Nish is as a person, though, isn't it? Because yeah. if I were to turn around to you and say, yeah. "Who's worse, Nish or Ravi?" You'd, you'd have to say Nish in a heartbeat, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And all of that basically boiled down to the fact that there was a scene with Ravi, a brilliant scene between Nish and Ravi this week, where after Nish has put um, Ravi on the pedestal and basically sold him to the square, yeah. and then gets himself humiliated, he is furious about that. So Ravi, after it's all exploded, kind of comes around and tries to talk to Nugget, who is also devastated and embarrassed and humiliated because he can see his and the Dunna Runner because he can see his family disintegrating Mm -hmm. again before his very eyes. Ravi kind of comes around to the Panasars and Nish backhands him. And I wasn't expecting that either. And that's how the the second plate ends up gets broken because Ravi goes flying across the room, smashes the plate. And, and he looked re- absolutely terrified of Nish. Yeah. But realistically, Ravi could have easily had Nish if he wanted. Yeah, probably. But that, that's also the power of, like, I don't, you know, I'm not trying to overbuild Nish in terms of his status, but that is the status that he's built himself within the Panasars, isn't he? Because he no, Ravi's no, terrified. totally, yeah. Otherwise, he could have just got up and yeah. brought him back, was... but he didn't because he was scared. And there was an interesting moment during that argument as well where he, he said his piece, he said, you're an embarrassment to the family, you're pathetic, you should be ashamed of yourself. To Suki, as if to say, You're up, do your thing, and do you know, you need to start showing him now as well. And Suki just kind of went into mode, yeah. yeah, you're yeah, you're, you're a terrible person, get out, you've shown us all up. And it's kind of like, I found I that, that interesting when Suki did that because mm-hmm. she obviously stuck, stuck up for Nish in that moment, and then afterwards, yeah. when he went to talk to her, I got a hint of her being a bit like, Oh, well, you're she's terrified me? of him, yeah, yeah, she's terrified of him. He so, is. Have we been told that he's hit her before? Because I've never seen him physically no. hurt her. No, he's never physically hurt her before. But this is the this is the guy that killed somebody because he thought that he was having an affair with, with Suki. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like he's not capable. Like mm. I think I can see Nish being the sort of I can see the Nish storyline sort of culminating in one of these kind of what well, if I can't have you, nobody can, you know, mm. one of those mad kind of scenarios, mm. which seems right up Nish's street because he is a nutter. Um and his nuttiness is increasing. But again, there was a long time till Christmas. So I fail to see how it's anybody other than Nish on the floor on Christmas Day at this stage. I really do. But there is, but and you know, he kind of wanders into other people's storylines as well. You know, he's he still kind of, he thinks he's got the Vic at some point. So I can see him being a suspect oh, yeah. for Linda yeah. and Sharon. And there's plenty of potential for it to be Nish. And I don't see mm-hmm. how it's not at this stage. But like we say, long way to go. But anyway, back to Denise and Jack, who yes. um, Denise is kind of just devastating. Like, her life's been destroyed. She's like, she's it's a very bad day, Denise. Diane Parrish was amazing this week, by the way, I thought. I thought she was, actually, oh, yeah. She actually both. was. I agree. Um, and, yeah, she, so she kind of goes back and she's trying to persuade Jack, look, we can we can fix this. It was only a kiss and Jack's not interested. So Denise kind of goes and, goes and stays with Kim. Now, meanwhile, Amy struggling big time with this mm. um, because she feels like it's all her fault. She has She's basically on the verge of a panic attack all week and starts having a bit of a breakdown as the week goes on. And as all this madness goes on, she sees Zach, uh, Jack exploding and Denise crying and it's all going horribly, horribly yeah. wrong. Um, she just kind of gets just getting drunker and at one point she breaks her necklace which I think is, is that the one that mom, her mum gave yeah, her? Yeah, well, so. one of her uh, turning points was Nuggets then turned on her and obviously she was describing him as a rock previously, yeah. weren't she? And then yeah. uh, Denzel's trying to, you know, be nice with Amy and Nuggets 
even Nugget's blaming Amy, which is exactly what she doesn't need right now, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I can, I mean, I know, I, I know I'd stand up for Nugget, but I mean, you can sort of see where Nugget's coming from because he, is, I know he's, I know he's a little git. I know he's Nugget at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah, but you know, you can sort of see, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, from his childish perspective, you can yeah. understand him saying, "Oh, it's your fault, Amy. You shouldn't." Have yeah, said exactly. Yeah. Blame anybody. Blame anybody oh, except the people that are actually involved. should have told Denzel in the first place, Nugget. So mm. actually, right down. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, but uh, Amy trashes her room because she's that kind of breaking down and that upset and that angry. And the mirror gets smashed. And then she's kind of staring at the fragments of the mirror and you kind of think... Broken necklace. Mm, broken necklace. And she's on the edge. And you kind of think, is she about to do something incredibly silly? But she doesn't. She rings Lily. Lily kind of just goes round and is trying to get into the house. And then Jack turns up with the key and she's like, all right, okay, cool. You deal with that. See you later. Bye. Nah. <laughs> Lily walks off, uh, leaving Jack and Denise to kind of deal with the situation. And again, some really, really nice scenes. Uh, Eddie, mm. dad is Amy. Well done, love. Very, very, Amazing. very, very good. Yeah, she was really good this week. She was really, really good this week. Um, and sort of just breaks down and you just... You just you just see this girl that has just no idea how to sort of function when it's all going wrong mm. for her like this. Like she's got so much going on in her head all the time, full of anxiety, depressed, and just sort of she misses her mum. I think is a big thing to say this week. I tell you what, yeah. when she rang Lily, I thought it was going to. I'm so desperate for the Ronnie and Roxy killing mistake to be rectified. Yeah. That I'm like, yep, that's it. She's ringing, she's ringing Roxy. She's ringing Roxy. Roxy's still alive. When Jack rang Denise, I was like, that's when it. Jack rang Denise, yep. I thought yep. it was Roxy, Roxy as well. Yeah. Oh, I, right. I did the exact oh. same with Jack. Yeah. One day, oh, one day, Roxy in one, it. Yeah, one day it'll happen. One day those girls will come back, and I will, I will die on that hill. I tell you. Um, but yeah, it's great. By the time by the time the week comes to an end, Amy is sort of writing herself again. She's sort of a little bit happier. Denise and Jack are sort of talking again, but Jack has basically said, look, I can't deal with this at the moment. I need to deal with Amy. And Denise sort yeah. of understands that. And So, I mean, Denise and Jack, are they over, do you think? Or do you reckon no, they'll be able to sort this out? I think Denise and Jack are more likely to get back together than Ravi and Chelsea. Mm. Um, okay. But I don't think right now, I think he's he's got a safe face a bit as well, hasn't he? And he's, yeah. he thinks that he might get sacked, yeah. You know, his wife's been playing away with a person that was on the investigation that he was in charge of at the time. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, maybe it depends on what happens to him at work as well on that one. Mm. But it's, yeah, I think it's, it's clear he's going to need her support because if Amy's in this way and Denise seems to be the only person who can really get through to her when she's bad, then, yeah, I don't think that they can fully break up. But who knows? Time will tell. Time will tell. Mm. But yeah, it was it was a great great culmination to sort of the Ravi Denise secrets this week. It really it kind of blew up. Um, yeah, bloody marvelous, absolutely bloody marvelous. Right. So uh, the end of a really really strong week. I don't think the show put a foot wrong this week. To be honest, it was gripping. No. It was exciting. It was emotional. It was it was just a it good was week of EastEnders. Yeah, yeah, very really, much. really good week of EastEnders. Well done, everybody involved. Gold star this week, Ray. Who's you reckon? Who are you giving your gold star to? Oh, mm, mm, stuck between tough one. Diane Parrish and Ellie Dad, actually, I think, this week. Oh, you're going straight to the actors this week, are you? Oh, yes. Yes, sorry. No, that's all right. You're allowed to do that. That's all right. You can do that. It's got to be Ellie Dad, actually. Okay, so week. give it to Ellie Dad who plays Amy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, enough. Amy. Sorry. I would, I would, Amy. Yeah, no, fair enough. I would say um, Denise myself, because I just thought that that whole thing just 
played out beautifully. But yeah. it's hard to this week when when it's all kind of firing on all cylinders like that. Mm. It's difficult to sort of yeah. single one person out. They're good yeah, together as so. well, actually, aren't they? They really work together as Denise a and Amy, stepmother yeah. and stepdaughter. Yeah, mm. yeah, really. Yeah, well. it's nice. Yeah, and it, it's madness because for such a long time, Denise and Jack were just sort of completely and utterly immaterial, and now they genuinely feel like a yeah. couple. Yeah, because true. they, if you remember, we didn't, they couldn't, the show couldn't even be asked to, to show them getting married on Christmas uh, Day. That wasn't important because they were busy dealing with the grey stuff at the time. So yeah. now we're actually focusing on Denise and Jack as the couple and sort of seeing them having problems and seeing Denise being a part of the family. They are really working as a unit, all of yeah. them. It's great. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to sort of seeing how this all plays out. Much more to come from that this week, uh, but it's gone in a completely different direction. So. Very, 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 very exciting. Marvellous. Right then, ladies and gents, don't forget to join in the discussion in the comment section below. And you can send us an email or go on our Facebook like some of these people have on the socials. So first this week, Rob, we've got a message from Chad Elliott Price on our Facebook group, which Mm -hmm. says... When EastEnders creates the drama but grounds it in the character-driven stuff, it is truly untouchable as great soap opera. This week has overall been fantastic. Let's hope this continues because the Clenshaw era could truly turn out to be one for the ages. What do you think to that one, Rob? It's hard to argue with that, really. The Clenshaw era is as just is just on a high. It, occasionally, you know, we've had the odd little bit and piece that hasn't worked, the odd little blip now and again, you know, but on the most part, the way that the, sh- the show has just transformed itself yeah. over the past few months, like this week being a prime example, and it feels yeah. like there's so much more to come. And mm-hmm. it feels like there's so much fall planning going on. It's just really, really, really exciting. And it's kind yeah. of like you, you see what the other soaps are doing. And it's like EastEnders is so far ahead of them at the moment. It's, it's, it's been so good since Clenshaw came on, isn't it? Like it's, it's, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. If they don't absolutely rake in the awards at the British Soap Awards, and there's something, frankly, the British Soap Awards needs to be disclosed and closed down and disbanded and not Agreed. be relevant anymore. Don't forget to there vote still. Don't forget to vote. You have links on the on the pages for last mm-hmm. week. Uh, another comment from we've had a comment from a guy called Ben. I don't, I, I don't know if you know a Ben. I think he used to be a part of another podcast. I don't know. Oh, right. Ben yeah. has yeah. said, yeah, Ben has said a really good week for. all all episodes, loads of great moments from everyone. As usual, the low points was Ben and the boxing stuff, but even Phil wasn't too painful to watch. There you go. <laughs> so, no, bless agreed. Him, bless Ben and Ben. The, the Ben and the boxing stuff, I think, was just kind of thrown in for this week anyway, just so that we could have the Zach storyline come out and the yeah. HIV stuff. So it yeah, was I inoffensive, mean, I think, this week. It was inoffensive. I mean, I'm kind of... I am kind of kind of wondering where the where this is going and exactly because it feels mm. like it's obvious that Ben is doing this because of the emotional upheaval the Lola stuff is causing him. Yeah. But at the same time, Ben is Ben, isn't he? And any mm-hmm. number a plethora of reasons could be why he's kind of throwing himself into this. Uh, and what the outcome of this will be, trying to make Phil proud, trying to distract himself. The, the, the jury's out. Uh, but mm-hmm. we'll see, because I think the boxing match is next week. So buckle up, people. It's going to be an interesting one. Um, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for yeah. listening. Thank you so much for watching. Re, how can our beautiful listeners and our lovely viewers get in touch with us? You can find us on Facebook, on Albert Square After Dark, on Twitter and Instagram at E20 After Dark. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. You can listen to us on Apple and all your favourite podcast sites. Don't forget, lastly, email us at e20afterdarkpodcast at gmail.com. 
Very nice. Now then, ladies and gents, uh, a, bit of a, a bit of an announcement at the end of this. Um, so the software that we use to do the video... An announcement? Stuff, I know, yeah, uh, you weren't aware of this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the software that we're using to sort of do videos uh, YouTube is uh, Veed is closing down its things at the end of the month. Um, it's closing. It's shutting down on April the 28th. So I'm sort of trying to find something else in terms of how we can get video. If, you, if only listeners to this via audio, this doesn't affect you whatsoever. Yeah. But if you're watching on YouTube and you like the videos, we may have a couple of weeks where there's no video because I'm trying to find an alternative. But keep it. But if anyone's got any clues or any ideas, please let me know. Yeah, because if I anyone want to knows keep the videos a good place, going. yeah, we, we both want to keep the videos going, don't we? So let us know yes. if you know any alternatives to Veed. Please do. Please. Um, but until next week, uh, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.